0: hey everybody welcome back after a week of not being here i just want to try something out You can feel like you can it sounds good <laughs> Ooh, uh, bro what are they doing they're they're like shh, angry. <laughs> angry. <laughs> there's you people who it? actually get triggered by that you in a bad it? way really okay. random but recently i've just really can't speak Recently, I've been really into ASMR, which is so fucking weird. Since when not, yesterday,
1: I've literally never heard of yet- it. Not yesterday, no.
0: Like, for the past week, I've been listening to this shit to go to sleep, like, before I go to bed. I literally, this is a girl on YouTube, she's called BB-ASMR, and, like, I would never do this, because to me, it's just weird doing it, but, like, I don't know, like, triggers like, like, to give you tingles and just really relaxing, which I find, I don't know, I, it, like, makes me less stressed.
1: If you're not looking at it while you're listening to it, it sounds like an exorcism.
0: I like it. It's it literally nice.
1: sounds like an exorcism. Anyways, we're back. Um, we took a week off only because, like, it was very last minute, but it was Fran's birthday, and there was just, like, a lot going on for some reason. So,
0: we... Waiting for some reason. It's because it was my birthday. That's the reason. Yeah, yeah, but people still, like, do their regular things. No, but, like, Monday was my actual birthday, and then, like, Tuesday, I don't know, was just a write-off because it was my birthday the day before, you know? And <laughs> it so it just... was Wednesday, Thursday, It was, Friday, like, a birthday week. Planning. When you have a birthday, you have a birthday week. And then Saturday, we just got drunk and, like, got had fun and, like having a party so we really just didn't feel like doing anything the whole week to be frankly honest and we didn't want to put out like a shit episode
1: yeah that's the thing like like for those of you who don't obviously have a podcast you probably don't know but it takes like a whole week to do a podcast pretty much because you have to you're planning what you're talking about you're planning like the content to go on the instagram and like to engage people and then you're actually you actually have to sit down and record and then there's a post-production process and then there's like the call to action after you actually post your podcast so it, it's like a week-long thing which like we obviously love doing at least I, like i love doing it but if you if you start off on the wrong foot in the beginning of the week it's just a ripple effect and then you have to do everything on one day and then it just doesn't work out so we're all about quality over quantity over here. So yeah, the, that's just us explaining ourselves in case anybody cares.
0: Um. Anyways, so what has been going on this last week? <laughs> well, I booked a trip to Miami as soon as we got, so I was like talking about going to Miami with one of my friends for so fucking long. I'm like, I turned 21, I turned 22. Like, I just want to go to Miami next year. Like, I want to go somewhere because everyone just says that Miami is a place that like, it's one place that you got to go with your girlfriend. you got to go with, like, your best friend. And I was like, honestly, I might as well do it when I'm young and when I'm out of school and looking, like, in that tra- – like, because – sorry. Because in September, I start uh, my postgrad, right? So I have a little bit of time between August and September where I don't have summer school and I don't have, like, my internship going on. So I'm like, I might as well take that week to just go fucking somewhere. So as soon as – um the restrictions on like those that hotel lifted where vaccinated people i'm not vaccinated but my friend was so she's like vaccinated people don't have to go to the hotel i was like we're going to miami my friend's like let's fucking book we impulsively booked labor day weekend the second to seventh and we're going to miami And i'm so fucking excited for it
1: i want to go on a vacation that time too but like the thing is I think these travel restrictions are literally like they make no sense to me because if you're fully vaccinated, you don't have to stay in. First of all, I don't even fully understand what the new restrictions are, the new protocols are, because it's like very confusing. But if you're fully vaccinated, you don't have to stay in those like hotels or like quarantine if you're negative. But like if you're not vaccinated and you test negative, why the fuck do you need to quarantine and stay in the hotel still? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. what's the difference?
0: I have no idea, but like, I'm not like. That's the
1: only reason why I'm waiting a bit because, yeah, whatever. It's like one thing to take a vacation, but then it's like I need to take how many weeks off of work?
0: After while she was down there, and she, she was fucking like Malay and I almost had a fucking. No, I literally just almost had a fucking heart attack. <laughs> my dog's under like our bed and my knee's like right there and I just felt a fucking tongue. That was so scary. Okay, sorry, keep going.
1: Anyways, I'm like waiting a bit to see where like I don't know, I could be Listen, again, we're not
0: anti-vaxxers. Anti-vaxxers? <laughs> we're not we're not them we're not anti-vaxxers. anti-vaxxers. <laughs> I mean, we are. Okay, yeah, that's like not nice to do that. Why? Why cuz our Texan people anti-vaxxers? Who said that was Texan? That sounded very Texan. That was just southern. Are southern people people anti-vaxxers? Maybe Probably. some. Okay, anyways. Whatever. I don't
1: know. Anyways, guys, everyone's so fucking sensitive. We gotta watch everything we say. Um, So, yeah, I'm not an (laughs) anti-vaxxer, but I just don't know if I want to get vaccinated yet. I'm still debating. And if I'm vaccinated by then, I guess I don't have to worry. But if not, I'm just kind of like, hey, I don't want to book a vacation yet because I'm not going to book a vacation and have to, like, book another two
0: weeks off to quarantine for no fucking reason. I think that, like, that will be gone by by September. Like, I I feel like the thing, the whole, they'll scratch that whole fucking idea.
1: I might just book something anyways because there's, like, free cancellation. But, yeah, we'll see. Can you guys give me some ideas of where to go? Like, preferably in the States because I'd probably do more of, like, a weekend thing. Like, I was thinking Arizona because mm-hmm. I've been to Miami. Like, I haven't been to Miami for an extended period of time. Like, I've been for, like, a day. That's not, like, going like, to Miami, Beach, though, like, I Like, a th- South Beach, like, during
0: the day. But that's not, like, going to Miami. You know, I've been there, too, when I was 18. I, like, walked no, the No, I was over 21. Like, I was like, like, partying. What did you do?
1: We went to, like, beach parties during the day. Like, we were in Fort Lauderdale, but
0: then we drove to Miami a couple times during the day. I guess. I feel like you need, like, you don't need more than, like, a week in Miami. Not even, like, a That's, like, already a f- too a few long. Days. I-,
1: I just don't, like, I'd love to go to Miami, but, like, if I'm booking my first trip out of quarantine, I wouldn't personally book Miami because I'd been there during the day, and the nightlife, like, it's probably not that different from Toronto. Like, it's clubs, you know what I mean? Like, it's probably sick, but, like... I was what's- just curious
0: about what people have, because we asked this, like... Is it more of just, like, a single thing to do is just go to Miami with your girlfriends?
1: It could be. Like, if I was single, maybe I'd want to go more, but I don't understand why I would want to go more. Like, there's not, like, what's there to do more if you're single
0: or if you're not? You could, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what's the difference? Well, that's what a life. lot of people just don't, like, places like Miami, Las Vegas, and, like, Miami Miami's party. a little bit overhyped now. Like, literally everyone and their mother goes to Miami. I've never been, so that's why I'm going, but... Like, like if I if I went I would go
1: like to a nice place like I would I would like spend some money you know what I mean
0: well we we staying at the Good Time Hotel it's like Pharrell um Pharrell's hotel that he made with somebody else I don't know who else and like celebrities stay there like celebrities stay there Miley Cyrus was there Lady Gaga was there and then fucking what's her face Nikita Dragon like lives there like that that makeup person. She lives at that hotel? She, like, lives there, I think. Like, she's there, like, all the time. And not that these people are celebrities, but those TikTok people were there this week. Vinnie Hacker. No,
1: they were at the Hard Rock No, they're
0: there now. Like, Vinnie Hacker, and those people are, like, in my. Oh, yeah, they're in Miami, but they're not there, but they're in Miami.
1: Anyway, so just, like, give me some ideas. Miami isn't, like, my first choice.
0: I know, I was gonna say, I feel like places like Miami or Las Vegas, like, those two in general, there's, like, a stigma where, like, you need to be single if you go, because it's, like... I don't think very, so. very like party central, girls everywhere, guys trying to get with girls like stripper. You know what I mean.
1: It is, but like when I went to Vegas, I went with Roman, and it was fine. Oh, I was
0: there; our whole family was okay. there. So
1: okay, if I went to like okay, let's say my significant other went to Vegas with his guy friends, like
0: it was a bachelor party, whatever. Like, I'm not gonna say don't go. I mean, I just think it's weird and ju- like. I don't know. This is like like hard. So we can get into some Bachelorette talk because it's Bachelorette season. If you guys don't like Bachelorette, you guys. Uh, Did we do this at we, the end? We can do it now.
1: Okay. Um. Fast forward maybe like three minutes to five. Three to five minutes because we're just gonna touch upon the Bachelorette. So. Katie, 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 she reminds me of just like a Pillsbury Doughboy, but a girl, but not in a bad way. Like she's just cute. I just. There's just nothing, like, there's no umph for me. Like, she's sex positive, and that's all they keep talking about, is that she's sex positive.
0: I think it's, it's. she has a really good personality. Like, her her whole thing is, like, being who you are, and, like, you. I watched, so my birthday was on the Monday, and I have soccer on Mondays from 9 to 10.45, so I can't even watch, like, Bachelor Live. So I watched it today, and I'm, like, finishing up the second episode.
1: Will you watch the whole first one already?
0: Yeah, you can tell that, like, she brings out like people, like she makes people less nervous. Like I feel like I'd feel comfortable cl- talking to her. Yeah, you know what I mean. She's not like materialistic or like, mm, like impress me. Like she's kind of just like be yourself, which I like. Um, off first impression, who I don't like. I don't like Carl. I think he's like kind of weird. Which one's Carl? Oh my
1: God, yeah, the guy
0: with the eyes. It's like he's like a fish, kind of. He
1: looks like a uh, the fish from um Shark's Tale. Yeah. Um, he. Did you watch the full second episode yet? He's gonna start
0: stirring up some shit, and he's just, like, not... You can tell he's not for her. I like Greg. I think Greg's really cute. Um, Not much to really say. That box guy surprised me. I thought he was gonna be beat. Like, I thought he was gonna be ugly. He was not
1: cute. He looks like the salamander
0: from... He wasn't ugly, though. He looks like a salamander. He wasn't ugly, though. One of them looks like a waxy Q-tip. <laughs> Who? <laughs> like, a good-looking, like, wax... A good-looking, like, wax figure. Who? I don't know what his name is. He has, like, a really, like, perfect face, so it looks, like, waxy.
1: Oh, oh, yeah, like, uh, Bob, what's his name, Bob? I don't know
0: what it is. And I think, um, I was so confused why that one guy ran, like, I don't like you.
1: That guy said that to the waxy Q-tip, right? No,
0: that's not the waxy Q-tip. Oh,
1: that's who I thought you thought the waxy That was that one's
0: cute, that guy. He looks like Colton. She-
1: he looks like colton but with his features like more in the center of his but face. but why that
0: one guy randomly be like i don't they like know you. each other
1: from back home okay can i just spoil it for you that guy goes home in the second episode wait she sh- sends him home colton yeah
0: why because that guy
1: because that other guy told her that he's there for the wrong reasons okay, he's like i'm off having the shit sorry goodbye wait but how do you know she's like you're not gonna be my husband so like i'm just gonna send you home now because so i she, don't she, want she, any
0: trust issues she didn't have a connection with
1: him She's like I don't yeah, she was basically she was basically saying like I was never going to pick you anyways and like now that this shit's being brought up yeah, but like how do well how like, do they know
0: that the other guy's not lying? Yeah, I don't know. She just trusts the other guy, I guess. Weird vibes.
1: Anyways, we'll see. Um I like Greg, but he seems a little bit he seems a little bit too good to be true. He seems a little bit like he's like the nice guy, but like he might be too clingy. Like I feel like he's I like clingy. Thomas.
0: The European, the really, like, good-looking no, European. No, he's, like,
1: he, new, he gives me vibes, like, he's trying to be the next Bachelor.
0: Um, no, I like Thomas. Anyways, not, like, not really much to say yet. It's still early in. So we'll see how it goes, but, um, oh, that's what I want to say. People were getting cheats at Tayshia and the other girl with the, with the hosts because they're, like, I get it, like, female empowerment and shit, but it's, like, she's kind of taken, they're kind of taken away from, like, her, like. Yeah, I was
1: I was actually thinking that. I was, like, they're, like, taught. No, not
0: only that, <laughs> oh. the cowgirl episode, apparently, like, they were dressed, like, Kaylee was dressed like shit. I know. And, like, Tayshia and the other girl looked like fucking hot-ass cowgirl models. No, no, they
1: actually looked like cowgirls, like, th- that were trying to, like, model in, like, like, roleplay, like, yeah. and like, a T- play Like, role-play cowgirls. And, Tasha looked amazing. And, Even like, Kay- Kay- Kaylee like, was, like, okay, but, like, she still looked really Kaylee good. Kaylee looked like she was like, in a box. Kaylee looked like an actual cowgirl. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. she looked like she, like plows manure and Caitlyn and Taysha looked like they were about to fucking
0: like go on, giddy one, up on one of those yeah. guys. Yeah. Like Yeah, so people were like, I understand how the stylist can style them like that and then like style Katie and then someone's like, Well they pick their own outfits and shit. Doubt it. Do they pick their own outfits? No.
1: no, there's a stylist there, and there's a hair and makeup artist. Like, Katie's pretty, too. Like, maybe that's not her style. Obviously, they have a say in what they're wearing. But still, so,
0: like... Uh, people are like... I feel like this this season's, like, a lot revolved around, like, these two women. Like, even just, like, the posts and stuff. Like, it's not really... Or the pictures that they post. Like, Katie's not in the middle. Like, Tasha's in the middle or somebody else. Like...
1: I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And I, I also think that they shouldn't have picked Taysha and Caitlyn. Like, why are there two girls? Why are there just because one? one of them probably couldn't carry it all. I don't know. Like, two, also if Chris
0: Harrison can fucking woman do
1: empowerment. It. Why you need two girls make one guy? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, if like Chris Harrison can do one job.
0: Why can't Tayshia do it or the other girl? I guess
1: well, he's an experienced host of twenty something years. You know what I mean? They're not. So it's not
0: that hard to be, come out and be like, okay, um, whoever doesn't have rose, go home now. Like do you need two people to fucking say that.
1: I don't know, but I just think that they should have picked a bachelorette. Who's more like who's like older? Who was the Bachelorette back in the days? Yeah, like but very she's
0: engaged. It's not like she's like single now. You know what I mean? No, but
1: not even that. Just someone who was like more, like, like Chris Harrison. Like he did what he did, but he was like very like dad vibes. Like he was like more like it was almost like he was like I don't know. He he was aged. So it, it was, was also nice. different
0: because the guys felt like they can confine in Chris Harrison. Yeah, like who like, are what? they confining? The guys in? are gonna confine and another girl, and they're gonna be like, mm-hmm. like you know what I mean? It's just weird. Like I don't know.
1: Okay enough of um
0: that's why i talk okay so basically as we grow older i feel like birthdays don't mean like as we go Birthdays don't mean like as much anymore at least for me i like turned 22 and i was like okay cool like no one's blowing up my phone like in grade okay but 22 22- <laughs> like in what? grade 9 everyone would text you like happy birthday like everyone, no, do you remember like, on green
1: this- nine when everyone would like say it on twitter
0: yeah. And then you'd, like,
1: retweet everyone. And, like, retweet And
0: on Instagram stories. And then your Facebook and, like, call. on Facebook. Like, it, you just felt like it was your birthday. Like, I got fucking one message, like, from my sister. Not even. Like, you didn't wish I had a birthday, I don't think. I live with you, stupid. But you didn't wish me. Like, you just, like, said, like...
1: Yes, I did. I literally walked in your room and said, happy birthday. When you were sleeping and I took
0: a video of you. Do you not remember? She said to me while I was sleeping. So, like, I was unconscious and okay, didn't anyways. Know. Anyways, um... But then I was thinking, like, I was with my dad the day before, so on the 6th, on the Sunday, and he was like, oh, what do you want for your birthday? And I literally didn't, like, like, I don't, I didn't want anything. I know it's not like, whoa, like, cool, you didn't want anything, but you know what I mean? Like, I literally couldn't think of anything I wanted. I don't want money because, like, I don't know at this age I just feel bad taking money from like my parents or just like my zias and zios and ninos and ninnas. it's like I feel like I can earn that myself sometimes I give it to you anyway yeah <laughs> just yeah fine, but, but, but like I don't want to ask like give me money like also I don't need like clothes or other things so I feel like I can always just get that myself like I don't know how to explain it so like I didn't I literally said like I don't want anything and then I was driving home like from like that day and I just realized it's gonna be sound so sappy but like Just being with, like, my family and friends has made me so grateful, especially in the midst of all this shit, like, that's been going on the past two years. Like, that's literally all, like, Mm -hmm. I feel like I needed. Like, what?
1: It's just weird because, like, when you're younger and you hear older people, like, not care what they get for their birthday they get like a perfume the same perfume every year and they're happy with it you're like what the fuck like i want gifts but then you're like you get older and you're like i literally do not care about gifts like i just want like a stress-free happy time
0: yeah even just like saturday we had like a dope like we never me and some have never had like parties in our back- backyard i don't think like we've had like two maybe three. i had a party
1: for my birthday i want a
0: fucking great night yeah okay we- that was like three parties we've had like in the midst of like five years
1: Okay, because it's a lot of work having a party. It's a lot of work, but that just wasn't like even we party. don't. That was only really have... ten people, friend.
0: Okay, but it was it's COVID. Like a get together, just somewhere where like I just never has. I've never really invited people to my backyard to like let's drink and like just have fun. And I honestly had like a really good time. It was really fun. And I was just like, that's all I really need is just to be with friends and family. We want to put together a little like, twenty two things I've learned by twenty two. Sam's obviously not twenty two.
1: I'm not twenty two, but like. I probably learned less than twenty two things anyway, so it's fine. We just want to put together some of these things because, like, we want to like. It encouraged us, and then we want to encourage other people to like look at the bigger picture. You know what I mean? Like, you're growing older, and some sometimes like I feel like in between twenty three. Okay, well maybe for me, you're not twenty. Maybe be in between like twenty two. And until whatever age you stop feeling like this, but in your mid twenties, I feel like you feel like oh my god, like I'm getting older. I need to do this by this age, this by that age, that by this age, and like it gets overwhelming. So we want to encourage you to realize like these these other things to be grateful for and like how adulting really works. It's not all about being married by twenty five or like having a kid by this age. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we're gonna go through some of these things. You guys let us know if you agree or not, but we just want to
0: like discuss them. So. Okay, first, we've said some of these things before. I just want to touch upon some things we'll like, you know, quick Speed fire. Through. Other things we'll just kind of explain. It's more of a reflection piece. First one that we've said so many times, but like I've literally like learned this now is it's okay not to have your life figured out in your early 20s. And as I was driving home that day, I was like, kind of want to cry almost. It was so fucking weird. But I got emotional because I'm like, I stress over the smallest fucking things, like me not like doing something or me not like. I don't know, what the fuck.
1: I could literally cry right now thinking about it. Like, my eyes are Like, me up. not,
0: like, succeeding in school or that, or getting the job that I want or, like, me, like, just being in an internship and not having a full-time job and other friends have a full-time job or me not, you know, finding out, like, a relationship that every has, like, eight years. Like, I'm like, dude, like, I just, like, thought to myself, like, you're... Fu- think of the letter, like, the letter's 22. Like, how fucking young that is. Like, not even just 22, even Sam's 24. Like, it's still young and there's never... A time where, like, you're too old to do something. So I don't know why there's a stigma that when you hit 20s, you need to have your whole fucking life figured out ahead of you. Like, it's not a book. Like, you write your own book. The book's not already written for you. You have to follow what you're doing. And, like, I don't know. It was just liberating to, like, f- like think to myself, like, I'm still so young and I don't have to do what other people are telling me to do, or I don't have to be on a track that anybody else is on. So that's the main thing that I've, like, been learning, that it's okay to not have your life figured out. And if you're a fucking mess and don't know what you're doing, that's fine.
1: It just makes me want to cry, legit.
0: Why?
1: I don't know. Okay, like, for me, like, I get emotional thinking about these things because, like, not to bring up school, but, like, when I think about, like, your 20s and like becoming an adult adult I get like I think about like myself back in university like when I used to go to U of T and how fucking lonely I felt trying to live a life that I thought that was going to get me somewhere I was like okay I need to finish this degree because it's going to get me this job when I'm in my 20s I need to be this this and that and so I did that, and I just, like, was just living life in autopilot, like, getting on the subway every day, going to my class every day, coming home, like, not even, like, realizing, like, the beauty of where I was, really, actually. Like, I literally did not even realize where I was. I never sat down to fucking smell the roses, nothing. I was just worried about getting to my 20s and, like, accomplishing things. And now I'm here, and I'm almost, I'm gonna be 25 this year, and, like, you have, you always have those thought- thoughts, I'm just like, okay, like, cool, I have a job, I have this, this, and that, but, like, I'm, are you... Like my like like Fran said like my book's not done and I feel like I'm just getting started and there's so many other ways I can go and it could be really lonely if you don't like talk about it so like some I like to talk about it with Fran or with my boyfriend or even just saying it out loud to myself like talk about how like there are other, there are other options your current job your current situ- situation whatever is not your be-all and end-all and if you're not in the situation that you thought you would be in like if, you're, if you got a degree and you thought, okay, I'm going to have this job by the time I'm 25 and I'm going to move out and do this and that and you don't, like, it's not the be all and end all and if, yeah, and I just think that that it's, hard, it's easier said than done to be like, just realize it because I still have, like, trouble realizing it. I literally, like, get sad about it all the time. I'm just like, this isn't the be all and end all. There's so much more for me. Like,
0: yeah, I don't know. This is goes into, like, the other thing. It's okay to try new things and quit them if they aren't meant for you. And it's also okay to grow out of the things that you used to love but no longer don't. Like, I hate when people, like, say, like, you don't if you don't finish something, you're a quitter. So just because you quit at something or you don't, like, no longer like to do it, it doesn't mean you're a quitter and you're a fucking failure. Like, for example, if you're in a job that you thought you really liked but you don't end up liking it and you quit or you don't want to do anymore like you're not a fucking quitter for doing that like you just don't like it. like you're not you don't like it like it's not your fault you don't like it. it doesn't fulfill like what you want to do for soccer i took a long like there's been times where i'm like i don't want to fucking play soccer anymore like i dreaded going and i, I quit for a year and that year was a good year because i got to like i go through the shit that I was going through my personal life. And also I missed it. So sometimes when you take time off, you realize how much you miss it and like you slowly get back to it. It doesn't mean that you stopped it. You're going to stop it forever. But it also doesn't mean that like just because you love doing it one time, you're going to love it forever. So
1: I can't say that this is something I've learned yet though, because like I grew up or like just with the mentality that like if you quit something that you've worked hard at, you kind of are a quitter, you know what I mean so like and you always hear people say, oh, you're not a quitter and like it's a compliment, but it that almost like puts more pressure on you. when somebody's like, you're not a quitter, you can do it. It's like, why would you put yourself through something that you're genuinely not happy with just because you don't want to be labeled as a quitter?
0: Listen, it's different if like for example, you're training for a marathon, you're so passionate about it, but it's hard times you're like, I just want to give up, I want to quit. that's different. Like, there's trials and
1: tribulations, but if something genuinely makes you unhappy... I'm going to go back to the school example because this is all I can think of. If you went to school for psychology and you wanted to become a psychologist all your life and now you're interning in a psych- psychologist clinic or whatever, whatever the fuck and you're like, this is miserable, I do not like this, I want to go into fashion. Like, you're not... Like, it's okay to try new things and... Even if it's not, like, who you were as a person before. And I think that that's also something that you learn in your 20s. That's something that I'm still learning because I'm very much someone who's, like, stuck in my ways. But, like, I think this past year, especially with COVID, even with this podcast, like, this is something new. And it's okay to try these things. Like, let's say we tried this podcast and we really fucking hated it. We're like, this is too much work. Like, we could have easily been like, okay, whatever, we tried it. But this is what happens. Like, we tried something new and it actually, like... Turned out good. So I think it's I don't know. I think it's okay to try new things too.
0: Um, next thing we mentioned this too. Most likely not gonna get married by the time you're twenty four. Yeah. And with dude. that, I feel like it's okay if you're single, obviously not in a relationship. But to like casually date and talk to people in order to know what you like and don't like. I used to be so against like like talking to multiple people or like going out on dates. I thought it was a waste of fucking time. Sometimes I still do when I really don't want to go. But I feel like putting yourself out there and, you know, experience... Like, you don't have to date, ha- be boyfriend and girlfriend with any everybody you go out on a date with. Like, that's what dating is. And I thought dating was, like, one person, like, your whole life. You gotta date that person. Like, no. Like, you can go out and experience shit. And that's how you know mm-hmm. what you like and don't like. And that's where, like, you kind of pinpoint red flags in other people. And with, like, this being said, like... Sometimes, like, the chase is more satisfying than the actual person or whatever you're chasing, right? Like, that saying where it says, um, n- not everything that shines is gold. Like, it's so fucking true. Like, you can be like someone or head over heels or someone and, and chase them. And finally, when you get them, it's kind of like, okay, like, you know what I mean? Because you're, you're just rushing it and you're mm-hmm. not actually, you don't know what you like and don't like. And I feel like your 20s is, like, the best time to f- figure that shit out.
1: Okay, next. Everyone has a drinking limit, and that limit should not be passed.
0: Dude, I'm still learning this. I put that down, but, like, I'm still learning that. I don't know. I have
1: definitely learned this in my 20s. I have never, in, I don't remember, I don't think in high school I've ever gone blackout because, or, like, super belligerent because I was always too scared to get caught. So that's why I never got so fucked up, but... Once I was, like, in my 20s, I was like, okay, whatever. I think I've gone blackout, maybe.
0: Ew, what the fuck's she doing?
1: Are you a a fucking warthog? (laughs) Hey. I think in my 20s I've gone blackout maybe literally two times, and now I can tell. And I've learned a trick also. For every shot you take, chug, like, five chugs of water, and you're good. Also, when you wake up in the morning, that first eye-opening you do, like, when you're, like, really hungover, fill up a glass of water and literally I chug it, then you re-wake up. The side
0: of my nightstand every time I wake up. Like, this I'm... Saturday
1: when Fran had her little get-together, I woke up, I was like, oh my, like, I actually felt fucked. Like, Same. I woke up at, like, 6 o'clock, and I was me. like, oh my god. Chugged water, re-woke up at, like, 9.30, and I felt great, you know what I mean? So...
0: That's that's something
1: else I've learned.
0: I think there's a difference between like having fun and getting drunk and then like embarrassing yourself. Like I don't um, think I've ever
1: embarrassed myself. Me either, but
0: I know people who have.
1: Okay, maybe I have. Maybe my friends are listening to this and they're like, "Eh." but like I don't know. I've never been. I I honestly don't think I've been that sloppy where I've like fell in front. Like
0: I when I get too drunk, I know because I will pass out for two seconds and then I'll wake back up again. And then after I wake back up again, I'm like, kid, I need to chill the fuck out. I don't do anything. I don't, like, pull my top up, though, or, like, fucking strip naked and shit like that. Which is saying if you do, like, that's fine, right? But I just think there's also a limit where, like, other people will, like, think they can disrespect you and, like, take advantage of you if you get to that point. And I think, you know, you need to be careful.
1: The one time I've gone super, super drunk was maybe, like, two years ago um that was the last time I'd gone that drunk and probably one of the first times I blacked out I woke up in my condo with my macaj still on and my extensions on the floor back when I used to wear extensions and I literally thank god I was with friends who were like older than me responsible they were like you were so drunk blackout but you were walking and talking perfectly fine I was like, but I don't remember anything. They're like, yeah, but you were literally completely like you. if someone else looked at you, they wouldn't have even been able to tell. That was the last time I ever got like that. And that was because I mix. So never mix. But you guys probably already know this shit. So next. Another thing we've learned.
0: Okay, this one, like I was so fucking like, ugh. you don't need to have a fancy aesthetic morning routine to be a productive person. And the thing is, this is like... We kind uh, we of touched about this on this before. It's like engraved in social media that you need this perfect routine. TikToks, people make fucking millions of dollars, likes and views, saying my perfect 6am hot girl summer routine. Follow it to be a hot girl this summer. And it's like this fucking bitch waking up at like 5.15am, going on a jog, making a match of green tea smoothie with cinnamon and little pearls on it. Like fucking... She has a Starbucks, like kitchen it's just like too much for my brain to handle and i get it if you're like that if you're that kind of girl that's like amazing and great for you but i just think like i was at the cottage like two years ago we're at the cottage and me and my cousin gabriella like to sleep in till like 11 p.m when i'm at the cottage and i've mentioned this before but my sister and luca like to wake up early and like do their shit i like to wake up a bit early like later and they were calling us lazy you're calling us lazy or my z or z and mom were like that's you guys are so really- lazy
1: okay you guys, for the record, we weren't calling them lazy
0: because they woke up Oh my god, you're a liar! Late. I can literally wait. wait. I can literally do it right now. Do what? Ask Gabriella. Literally ask Luca. Okay, ask. going be like, "Yeah, we called them lazy." We we didn't call you lazy because you were
1: sleeping, and we called you lazy because you literally stayed in that room and didn't do anything the whole time. We were sleeping until
0: 11 p.m. We woke up, <laughs> we, 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 we but then you would wake up, up. You would go eat, leave your shit everywhere. You like really that's wouldn't, why we. Were... Sam. Okay, no, we friend, wouldn't. Whatever. We clean up. You're like no. going out of proportion now. I'm not. I just feel like you don't need to have like a, this perfect setup routine. And there's things on Instagram where it's like, if you don't wake up at 15 to work out, like you're not productive. You don't want it as bad as you like. No, that's like not the case. Like you can wake up at fucking 12 and do just as much if you put your mind to it. Like just you have more time in the day to do it. If you wake up earlier, you know what I mean? But You can still do just as much and you're not a lazy person because you like to wake up later and you're not a more productive person because you like to wake up earlier. I think you can do whatever the fuck you want when it comes to your morning routine, your night routine and what you do in the day. Like that's just that's just what I've learned in my opinion. Like I'm not gonna force myself to wake up at 4 a.m. if I'm not a morning person. Like I've tried and it just it's not it doesn't work out.
1: I've learned that you don't need it to be like this is for my personal self. You don't need to be a fancy aesthetic morning routine. You know, like the matcha lattes and the mason jars and the cute little journals and the sticky notes everywhere and blah 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 blah. Like nobody wakes up and changes into fucking tight ass leggings and a sports bra right away like aren't you cold right in the morning nobody does people that people
0: do we're not bashing you if you do we'll, like,
1: I, I really don't think anybody rolls out of bed first thing they do is put on a yoga fucking outfit cold and shit i don't know anyways but I, I have learned that you are more productive in the morning because nobody else is awake you feel like nobody else is awake and you you like it's better to wake up Well before you start work, school, internship, whatever you're doing. Because you're not just waking up and going into that. You have some time for yourself.
0: obviously. If I have school at 8 a.m., I'm not going to wake up at fucking 10 and be like, oh, oops.
1: No, like if you have school at 8 a.m., you'll wake up at 7.30.
0: No one else at Ryerson. No, but from home, I'm saying. Yeah, but that's fine. I have half an hour to do my shit. Like, why is that bad? I'm still going to school on time. I'm not saying that's bad. I just think that,
1: I don't know, for me, I just think that waking up early has been like it's productive but I also agree with it doesn't have to be
0: fancy like don't fall for that fucking trap so there's an incident that happened this week where like I just learned some news about something and it made me sad I think that the situation really opened my eyes to where it's okay to be vulnerable with people and open up to people like you know I sometimes put on a persona where I like I come across as like a stone cold like bitch I'm like I have no feelings like "Mm, my heart's like cold blah blah blah. like i don't want to open up and seem vulnerable truth is i'm a very sensitive and emotional person i'm i'm an empathic empathic empathetic i'm empathetic you're an empath i'm empathetic towards people's feelings and emotions and i carry that like on my back when other people feel sad or hurt like i literally feel it um i guess it's a blessing and a curse but i don't i've realized i don't care if i haven't talked to you in 5 10 15 years it could be like the longest period of time if somebody from high school or somebody from elementary school or just someone like I fucking bumped into at a club wants to dm me and, and like like hey like I want to come find you about something I like want to start opening up more and it's it's I think people get that vibe off like I'm not trying to be like but I think people get that vibe off me because people certain people wouldn't be reaching out to me like doing that control. happens
1: to me too though like I've had people talk reach out to me from my past that just
0: venting about shit that, like I'm not even
1: necessarily venting just that like you wouldn't think would reach out to me and I'm like why like why me but I actually think I'm that type of person too
0: yeah so I just really I just realized that it's okay to like be vulnerable and just because you know I've held a lot of grudges in the past against people like in people in high school or people like in the past I feel like I just it's like pointless and if someone really really needs you you should like, be open to helping them out, unless, obviously, I don't know, I guess it's circumstantial, but I just don't think you should be putting on, like, for me personally, like, a stone-cold fucking persona all the time that I can't, like, help people, or that, like, I'm a bitch, don't talk to me, because sometimes I I am like that.
1: Alternatively, I've learned that you don't have to have one type of friend, if that makes sense. So, like, you know, as I've gone older not so much in my early 20s but more so like now within the last couple of years i've invited people into my life and like what what i mean by that is like i've opened my heart and like my like i've my mind and just like my advice to people who aren't like me really at all like really at all that aren't like me and Mm -hmm. It has created, like, really cool friendships I never thought I would have. You could have told me this, like, five years ago. You would have been like, you're gonna be friends with this type of person and this type of person. I would have been like, no, I'm not. They're nothing like me. We don't like anything similar. But you find similarities in your differences. And I feel like since I've opened up to people who are totally different than me or, like, people that I, I wouldn't think that I'd usually be friends with, so many experiences have come about that. And, like, it's actually made my life more fulfilling. Like, for example um a lot of these friendships came from when I took a leap of faith and did a post-grad which I never thought I would do I thought I was going to do a master's a b I didn't think I was going to do a post-grad at the at the school I did at George Brown. it was literally a last minute decision I was just like let me do it and from there I made like probably lifelong friends like friends that I went on vacation with that took us around Mexico like it like you know what I mean like and I just think that you need to It's similar to what Fran said, but you need to let your walls down and invite new types of people into your life. Like step
0: out of your comfort zone.
1: Yeah, it goes hand in hand with stepping out of your comfort zone because a lot of the time we're so used to like just talking to people or like being friends with people that are like you or that are similar than you or like, you know, like... You have your best friend, usually, who, like, you guys are so similar. You guys are the same. You have the same personalities. And that's great. But it's also great to invite other people into your lives because, like, it it opens you up to a new world. I don't know how to explain it without it sounding, like, cheesy. But it Mm -hmm. really, like, it honestly does.
0: That makes sense.
1: I've had, I have this friend who. I don't know if she would listen to this, but and she probably doesn't even know this because I haven't told her this, but she's helped me a lot when it comes to anxiety. She's actually helped me when it comes to anxiety because I feel like comfortable talking to her about it because she talks to me so openly about her anxiety and like she's recommending me books and we talk often like on a weekly basis and it's just like, I don't know, it's comforting and like we're we're pretty different. We're definitely different and I, but Like, the fact that we've opened up has actually helped me in in a way in my life. And and hopefully, like, I've done the same with her. But, yeah, that's just an example. Like, it actually adds value to your life to let those walls down. So, that's definitely something I've learned.
0: And with this being said, also, like, I feel like it's it's hard when you outgrow some friends at the same... Like, you're going to make new friends. You're going to outgrow, like, old friends. And that's, like
1: you have to learn to accept that yeah that's like harder than like a breakup
0: a friend like breakup or just like growing out of a friendship is like harder than like an actual breakup i feel because like it's almost like i'm so accustomed to this person like i know them inside out but it's just like not working out anymore and like that's okay and like you like for me i don't want to hold grudges against anybody and i hope like you know, people who go through this don't have like a negative experience, but that's just also that's something that comes with like adulting and adulthood. You're gonna grow out of friendships, and that's just like the way it is. Okay, next thing. This is, sounds fucking dumb, but the car you drive does not define your worth. Car, clothes, fucking house, bedroom. I don't know anything materialistic does not define it. Why are you doing that in the face? Because that's a little,
1: That's a little bit redundant. Like, it's no not redundant. Know that?
0: No. Listen, I know that, I know that's like mm, whatever. But when it's I not was mm, in whatever,
1: it's just like if you genuinely think that your
0: car, your clothes, or your house, defines there are people your out worth- there that that define worth and define if they're better than people because of what they have. Realistically, a lot of people don't actually like you work hard for your money. That's great. You want to buy lavish shit. Like obviously, like I I have some things that I love, like in my clothes that I wear. But I just don't. I've never let it define me and like how i act towards other people and there was people like in high school or just like in the past where it's like you don't have this kind of bag or you don't have like these shoes like ew you're like not like cool like like we said before too on other episodes like social media when they when people are flashing that shit, it's like a highlight of like their best their best life and i just feel like you shouldn't let that define your worth or define how other people's worth are there are people who treat people like shit because of what like what how they dress i know and someone who dresses like a bum can be the richest man on earth. Have you, you seen Adam know.
1: Sandler and how he dresses?
0: Like a fucking homeless man. Adam Sandler
1: man. dresses like a homeless man and goes to IHOP for breakfast. Yeah,
0: I know. The I waitress didn't fucking recognize who the fuck he was and said, sorry, we don't, have, we don't have like time for you. And he left and then she's like, wait, was that fucking Adam Sandler?
1: But that's what I mean. Like that's like he so- acts
0: like a normal ass human being. You don't have time for me at IHOP. Okay, I'll go somewhere else. I'm not going to be like, mm, I demand it because I'm Adam Sandler. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyways, that's, that was a little bit, like, obvious, but just something that I keep reminding myself all the time to treat people, like, who fucking are high and rich, like, just as equally as people who aren't. Because, and if they
1: don't treat you with the same respect back, goodbye. No, like, like, I don't that. Like, people like, who that.
0: are you just because you wear, like, fucking Gucci and Chanel? Like, really?
1: Something I've learned recently um, is your mental and emotional health are just as important as your physical health because if not, sometimes more. Because if your mental and emotional health aren't good, if you're depressed, if you have anxiety, if you are just not happy at all, and you're stressed, that manifests itself on your physical health in the end as well. Stress is literally a killer. It could literally envelop into so like into bad cells and create diseases in your body. Like legitimately, research research backs this, and. I never thought that I was somebody who, like, struggled with mental health until recently. Not struggled, but I, yeah, I guess struggled with mental health until recently. Until I really started to, like, look deep and, like, try and take care of myself in that way. And I just think that it's important to create routines for yourself to check up. Like, whether that's taking some time after school or work and going for a walk and reading your favorite book, doing a little bit of a meditation or even just talking to someone. Man, like just, like,
0: walking your dog. The amount of, like, stress I release from my body when I walk Kiki is insane. Like, just getting up and taking that fucking walk or just, like, hugging her or just doing something that's not, like, to occupy my mind, it's really important.
1: What I'm trying to say, though, is that, like, the way that you physically look does not matter unless you're mentally and emotionally okay as well. Like, I still care, obviously, about fitness and all that. Like, that's always going to be a part of my life. But I used to care about that more than I actually cared how I was mentally. You know what I mean? And now it's, like, the opposite. Like, I'm trying to do do the opposite. I'm trying to, like, really, like, dig... And that's why, like, I just, I've, I've just found myself too like just recently within the past year crying a lot more than I usually did and like not I don't really cry to people like more to myself like I never really cried to people sometimes I'll just like get like angry tears but like you know what I mean like I found myself crying way more because like I'm actually tapping into my emotions and what I truly want rather than like kind of living on autopilot so when I'm not happy it's really upsetting to me Mm -hmm. does that make sense Mm -hmm. so I just feel like as you're like adulting and as you're navigating your way through the 20, your 20s and this time in your life, really check in on yourself mentally and emotionally, not just physically. We've learned that you control your life. Your life doesn't control you. So don't let the pressures of the external ro- world around you and society make you make decisions for yourself because that's literally society controlling you and other people controlling you. controlling you. And I'm being a little bit of a hypocrite right now because sometimes I do that. Like I let what other people think control my actions and how I make decisions for myself. And that's something that I'm actively learning to stop doing. I'm trying to, like Fran said in the beginning, like write my own book. And it's so like... The thing is when you're saying something like that it's like it's so ambiguous like how do you tangibly do that how do you tangibly stop outside pressures from defining you you know what i mean some people are like okay how how do i not
0: how do i not let those th- types of things control my actions it's literally all in your head like read the untethered fucking soul it's literally all in your head like we spoke about this with our podcast with the Mind Palace. We've spoken about it before. Like, and I really, this is a main lesson. You literally control your thoughts. I fucking obsess. Ask Sam. I obsess over thoughts. I obsess over. I was stressing this Saturday about who was coming, like, to this backyard when, where. Roman wasn't there, like, on time. I was like, where the fuck's Roman? Where's Roman? Sam's so like, he's fucking chilling. Like, he has a stomachache. He's upstairs. Two minutes, seconds later, is Roman coming down? Where's Roman? Like, I just obsess yeah, 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 yeah. over, not over Roman, just over shit. <laughs> like, just the smallest shit. It's like, why am I, my, my mind's racing? I obsess over fake scenarios that haven't even, fu- like, that would never fucking happen. And I'm, I'm, and I, that's, I'm that's... I create, I create shit in my head that, like, has never happened. But that kind and of that is, probably... that the
1: thing is that that is kind of you controlling your life. No,
0: it's not, because it's scenarios that, or in the past or in the future that I don't even know will happen, but I'm obsessed. Like, okay, it's one thing to be like, I want to go and volunteer with, because an- I I've said that before. I want to go volunteer with animals. I want to make it happen abroad. It's another thing to fucking obsess over and be like, I gotta do it now. I gotta do it. And then it gives me stress and anxiety. That's like another thing. It's That's make, what it, I do too. It's like, it's like unhealthy. It's one thing to like obsess over something that happened in the past. It's another uh, to think about it. It's another thing to obsess about it and keep fucking replaying. Like it's a past for a reason why you're replaying in your head. So I've I've been getting better at this and I've just been whenever I get those compulsive thoughts I literally just breathe and I let it go and I just try to think of something that like makes me not so think about it.
1: to answer my own question how do you tangibly not let life control you is by reading the types of books that we've suggested and is by taking a deep breath it's as easy as that and again I'm not perfect at this. I'm literally still learning. Literally, I had a mental breakdown today. Ask Fran. I was literally sitting outside and I just had a mental break. Like, I was just like, I can't. Like, I I, I literally just can't do, I can't do whatever I was doing at that moment. I was like, I literally can't do it. I just had to take a step back. I I went on a walk a little while ago and I was like, okay, it's like, life is so much bigger than the situation at hand right now. Mm -hmm. And of course there's situations that are like, like a catastrophe or like things that like really are really really bad you know what I mean but like day to day you can't let others control you you can't let circumstances control you like you can't get fixated on those things because that's you living in autopilot again so like that's just something I've learned from all these books I'm reading for like from people I'm talking to is like like external forces cannot be controlling you or else you're just not living, really.
0: All right, guys, we got cut off because we had some technical difficulties with our mic, but that was the end of the episode and we hope you enjoy. It's Fran, by the way. And yeah, we will see you next episode. Bye.